0: Hello and welcome to the official podcast of the Australian Securities and Investments Commission. I'm Louise Tapsell. In 2017, the crypto asset Bitcoin shocked the market by reaching an unforeseen peak valued at over 19,000 US. The price was driven by individual investors excited by new technology. Not long after, in late 2018, Bitcoin's future looked troubled with a value of just over 4,000 US. In 2020 and 2021, we've seen a resurgence of Bitcoin, reaching and then surpassing 2017 highs with prices propelled by institutional investors rather than individuals. Bitcoin's value peaked at 65,000 US in April, 2021. Now with some high profile investors on board, many are wondering whether crypto assets are the way forward. ASIC's approach to regulation in this space has always been to encourage new technology, but also to protect retail investors as many have been caught buying into fake crypto assets. At ASIC, we're also aware that the precise legal and regulatory status is still evolving as this sector itself evolves. Today I'm joined by Hema Rahman, Crypto Asset Coordinator in ASIC's Market Infrastructure team to discuss crypto assets, ASIC's role and what investors may want to think about before investing in a crypto asset. Welcome Hema.
1: Hi Louise.
0: So firstly, what are crypto assets?
1: So in a nutshell, crypto assets are digital representations of assets that use cryptography and other technologies such as distributed ledger technology to provide security and other features. Now, they may be a digital representation of another asset such as a dollar or a prepayment for a service or they may represent nothing at all.
0: The Wall Street Journal has said that with safe assets yielding close to zero, investors have been more willing to place bets on risky assets in the hopes of reaping big gains. And a crypto asset like Bitcoin is among the riskiest assets in the market. So why are people tempted to
1: invest in crypto assets? Well, firstly, if we have a look at the Australian economic environment, we're looking at low interest rates in 2021, and they're expected to remain low for some time yet. When interest rates are low, that flows onto low returns on savings. What we're observing is that investors, including first-time investors, are looking for investment opportunities that produce high returns with what they may perceive as guaranteed returns. While this can make crypto assets like Bitcoin and others very appealing, there is no such thing as a guaranteed high return. What needs to be clear is that Bitcoin and other forms of crypto assets are volatile assets. That $65,000 peak that you mentioned in April was followed a few days later by a 29% slump. So although some people came out on top, others did not.
0: So perhaps what I've done here is I've put Bitcoin and I've put all other crypto assets in the one basket. Is that a pretty common Mm. mistake?
1: Mm, Yes. So crypto assets are all very different. Some may be or involve financial products that ASIC regulates and others may not. Bitcoin is the first crypto asset that used technology to automate trust and remove the need for a middleman or a financial intermediary between two individuals to complete a trade. Now, it has been available and actively traded for over a decade, and its supply is limited. Decisions are made on a collective basis. That is, there's no issuer or entity sitting behind Bitcoin. It is still highly volatile like other crypto assets, but so far it has maintained its monetary value. So what's important to note is that all crypto assets won't perform like Bitcoin. Investors shouldn't think that because Bitcoin is performing well, that another crypto asset that may be cheaper to buy will produce the same gains for investors.
0: So as a first time investor, let's say I decide to invest in a crypto asset, would I be protected?
1: Mm. So the platforms where you buy and sell crypto assets are likely not regulated by ASIC. So you could be buying off a platform without necessarily having any recourse if things fail.
0: So unlike, say, the ASX, where mm-hmm. you may buy shares of a listed company and the ASX has a licence responsibility to ensure this fair, orderly and transparent market and other responsibilities under the Corporations Act.
1: Mm, yes, and not all crypto asset trading platforms are actually registered in Australia, even though some are registered through Austrack for anti-money laundering purposes. But this does not offer you protections as an investor. So if something were to go wrong, you won't be able to take your complaint to the Australian Financial Complaints Authority, or AFCA. Some better run crypto asset trading platforms may manage this well, even if they are not regulated by ASIC or members of AFCA. As a first time investor though, it is always important to consider if you are willing to lose some or indeed all of your money that you have invested and for you to know that you've made an investment decision with little or no protection behind you, especially if your money has gone overseas. And you were telling me earlier that there's some 700 different crypto assets available globally yes and that number is changing rapidly it's not as simple as i like the sound of bitcoin i will invest in something similar there are a lot of different assets offered on different platforms and a lot of intricacies to the technology to be understood so you can make appropriate inquiries for example Hot wallets held online are much more susceptible to cyber hacks than hardware or cold wallets held offline. And are we seeing more institutional appetite for
0: crypto assets?
1: Look, there are different perspectives on this. But yes, there is a growing push for crypto assets to be accessed via more traditional investment products, such as an exchange traded fund or ETF that actually holds crypto assets as an underlying asset. Early days yet, but we can see significant sections of the market apparently getting ready for at least some areas of the crypto universe to become more mainstream. Okay, right. So then where are
0: these crypto assets traded? If you don't go to a listed exchange like the
1: ASX, where do you go? People buy and sell crypto assets on specific crypto asset trading platforms. There are lots of these platforms with new ones springing up on a regular basis. Some of these platforms are based overseas. If these platforms are dealing with crypto assets that are also considered financial products under Australian law, then they need to be licensed by ASIC and it's up to the platform operators to make an assessment of the crypto assets they offer given how different and complex they can be. Crypto assets are highly speculative investments. And what ASIC has been clear on is that these are investments that are online, global and complex. Online,
0: global, complex. So I could be trading on a platform based overseas that may not be regulated, or I could be going online and sending my money overseas and then be at risk of fraud.
1: Yeah, this is tricky because of the nature of crypto. Like we say, it's technologically complex global and online. And these features make it very difficult to distinguish legitimate businesses from unscrupulous operators or scams who are seeking to capitalize on the hype around crypto assets to steal people's money. Also, you're not protected if a platform fails or is hacked. In a lot of countries like Australia, crypto assets are not recognized as legal tender. You've only protected to the extent that they fit within existing laws. If you've invested in a crypto asset that you thought was legitimate, but ended up being fraudulent or a scam, and this can be easy to do, you risk losing all of your money. Once money is overseas, it's likely gone and crypto assets are even harder to trace or recover than money.
0: And I suppose this is the same with any scam. When you send money overseas, you're taking a big risk. So it could be a romance scam or whatever. The scam is interchangeable. It's just recently we're seeing a lot of crypto offerings and, would you say, therefore, more Mm. crypto related scams.
1: Mm, Yeah. And when you and I talk about it, we are talking about first time investors or people considering crypto asset investments for the first time. ASIC stresses that these types of investments shouldn't be rushed into by investors who are yet to understand the complexity of the crypto asset environment. But as I mentioned, there is more appetite from the financial services industry to start embracing crypto assets. Although these talks are at the very beginning, crypto assets may gain a higher level of market acceptance down the road. The space is evolving.
0: So Hemma, when people are buying and selling these crypto products, are they doing so as loan investors in a day trader capacity? Or are there particular investment institutions that specialize in crypto assets?
1: Most of the investment we see in crypto assets was coming from individual investors, but we are seeing institutions getting into the space from the end of 2020. And how are crypto assets regulated by ASIC? So that depends. If the crypto asset or token falls within the definition of a financial product in the law, then that asset will be regulated in a similar way to other investments. Um, um, Among other things, this involves the person issuing the asset being required to hold a financial services license in Australia, or an AFS license.
0: So is this then part of the appeal of crypto assets, perhaps, that they exist outside of regulation? So if the crypto asset is a financial product so such, as a, a derivative or a managed investment scheme, the issuer would then be bound by the Corporation Act by licensing requirements. Is this the appeal that they're not bound by these?
1: Look, it's clear that investors are enthusiastic about investing in a new technology and the opportunities this brings up. But, of course, anything that is offered outside of regulation comes with some risk. Obviously, there are regulated financial products that are high risk as well, but if you've invested in something new, something not regulated, you may be on your own if the investment falls through. Much of these opportunities are better managed by the existing large players such as regulated exchanges and existing investment managers who could be safer investment options for first time investors.
0: And would it be right to say that if you deal with an Australian financial services licensee, you have access to a free independent dispute resolution scheme via AFCA? But if you deal with crypto assets, you play on the perimeter and you don't have access to these schemes. Exactly. So speaking with an independent financial advisor is a good first step for those contemplating crypto asset investments for the first time. ASIC also has a register of Australian Financial Services licensees to check to make sure any party promoting or issuing a financial product is licensed or is authorised by a licensee. Hema, ASIC has received reports about crypto scams. Tell me more about that.
1: So the COVID-19 period where people are tempted by high returns and looking for what appears to be better performing investments, has seen an increase of reports of misconduct to ASIC generally, even into 2021. We've seen investors being emailed or called by scammers convincing them to sign up to crypto asset trading and deposit funds into a crypto wallet or bank account. And from my understanding
0: from one particular scam, when investors logged into their account, it looked as though they'd made huge profits, but it was all fake data. They then were encouraged by scammers to invest more, but once they asked to withdraw their funds, the scammers would disappear or they'd ask for cash to release the funds.
1: Mm. Scammers are also using the interaction to get your personal information, which can lead to identity fraud. So reports of scams received by ASIC indicate that many financial and investment scams, as well as crypto scams, have similar traits. Scammers often present a range of investment offers, from modest returns to high returns. That sounds safer than they actually are. Make persistent requests to continue investing despite no evidence of actual returns. Display fake endorsements from celebrities or government agencies, including ASIC, and request money be paid to a person or company into multiple or constantly changing bank accounts. If you believe you've been scammed, contact your financial
0: institution as soon as possible. You can also report misconduct on the ASIC website. ASIC's Money Smart website also has a page on crypto assets and what to look out for. Thank you Hema for speaking with me today and taking me through crypto assets for first time investors. For those who wish to undertake legitimate work in this space, we would encourage you to read info sheet 225 on the ASIC website This is a resource for industry on ASIC's regulatory role when it comes to crypto assets. Then approach ASIC's Innovation Hub to discuss your business models. You can keep up to date with our work by subscribing to our media releases on the ASIC website. If you have any feedback for us on this podcast, send us a tweet to ASIC Media. We'd love to hear from you.